After a great run of three consecutive wins, the Latics look forward to Easter with two games against Oldham and Portsmouth. I'm Gareth, and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Excellent intro, Gareth. Thank you. You're welcome. You mentioned uh, there about the uh, the review of the, the very game and the preview of the two Easter games, uh, but you forgot a big in- interview this evening. We've got a big interview, aren't we? Player interview. Yes, we have. And he's a big fella. He's a big fella. And he is. Shall we leave it and uh, keep the listeners on tense hooks? If you want. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Si. Yeah, it's see something excellent. Yeah, good. I don't. No yolk for me, so hello. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Paul. Not very cross. And we've got Stephen, Steve Halliwell. Being a virgin to this, being a virgin to this. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, Steve is uh, the admin of the Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Dreams, amongst other things. Facebook page. Uh, keep all the idiots out. It's about latics now and football in general. Yeah, so if any any decent uh, Facebook users wish to uh, to go and prove, you know, I will, I will consider them for membership. <laughs> Very strict regime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those who don't know Steve, Steve is uh, a collector of Wigan Athletic paraphernalia and memorabilia. Would I be right in saying that? Sort of. You have a collection of various things, don't you, from uh, team sheets and old yeah, programs and... Yeah. I've got a collection of programmes, team sheets, etc. Some cool off the internet. Some cool off the internet. Some of my own. I've also got like, I mean, we're in a book recycling centre here, and look at these bookshelves. I've probably got as many football books as what I'm looking at now here. So I collect football books as a hobby. And just to let the listeners know, there are twelve million three hundred thousand and twenty-seven books in this section. So it's there's quite a lot, there, Steve. <laughs> just a had a few less than that but not oh, right. right anyway let's crack on let's crack on we'll sit it's a lovely evening here in Beach Hill uh, but uh, we need to, to get this show on the road so to speak right guys uh, we was away at Bury our Lancashire neighbours on Saturday and uh, it was a good result for us we brought three points home and do the stats reflect the mood of the Latics fans? Was it as convincing a win as what we think? What do the stats say, Gareth? Yeah, the stats from that game at Bury on Saturday. Possession. Bury had 52% possession and Wigan 48% possession. Attempts. 16 attempts by Bury, 10 to the Latics. On target, Bury had 4 and Wigan 7. Bury had six corners, the Latics five corners. Bury committed ten fouls and Wigan committed sixteen. Both teams got one yellow card, both teams didn't get any red cards. Bury got no goals, Wigan got two and three points. Excellent. Uh, uh, we, had a, we had a full contingent there from the podcast crew, didn't we? Uh, yeah. One or two looking a little bit... Was for wear, Adam. It was just a bad, a bad timing. As you had the dodgy pie. Dodgy pie. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually have either. To be fair, in the ground anyway. The queues were ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could have fitted anything else in, could you? 
Oh, you're not saying. You're not saying. Right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Paul was mentioning before, uh, before we went on our own, but the atmosphere, uh, but not the groin atmosphere, which I thought was quite good anyway, but the whole atmosphere of the yeah, day itself. the whole feel of the... of the, 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 the sun and the, it being warm and it just looking like a nice, old-fashioned, lower-league football game. Um, yeah, it was just... It was a really enjoyable day out. You, know, you come back with three points, you can't move, can you? You, you can't, know. no. There's one or two having a go, but... You're, you're only in time for tea. Oh, yeah, there yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, anyway, we'll... Go and, and as ever, the timing is, is sometimes delightful, the people having a moan, isn't it? Yeah. Like moaning about Nick Powell just before he slots the first goal in. Yeah. What a goal it was, too. I mean... Mm. Brilliant team play. This, we, so we're talking off air again about some analysis that was done. Um, by someone, uh, the video on YouTube and how the Berry players have reacted to the move and what have you, and it is a really well worked work goal and poachers kind of finish really. It's we expect great to be, isn't it? He's, he's in there and you know he, he was good value for his goal. Um, I feel a bit unlucky to pick up his booking um, early on for the free kick shenanigans, but I think he had a decent game. He probably could. He's coming into a bit of stick off some fractions of the crowds, you know, saying that he's. Not going to shift him, but well, he can turn it on, can't he? You know, he's he's a match winner. I think, like Paul said last last week about the uh, about uh, if people run around like an endless chicken, they get player of the season. Yeah, we've yeah, done that year after year, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So there's enough people out there that hold that as their their judge of a player. I mean, it's not as always doing nothing, and it's. You know, if you're going to be the, the bloke winning the games, you deserve some credit. He don't puts you? effort in. Yeah, of course, he can deny it. He, he does. Genuinely, he's enjoying playing his football, yeah. can't you? Yeah, he's uh, fantastic. I think the thing is, a player running round like an headless chicken in a team full of players standing still stands out. They're all putting effort in, they're all in it together, so nobody's effort stands out. Mm. And that's but it. can we not detract? I don't Singling out Nick Powell here because he scored a cracking goal and the goals that makes the difference. But it's a team performance and yeah. it was a team performance, wasn't it? You know, I said before to Paul anyway. So with the first twenty minutes, I thought Bury really had a good go at yeah. us, and we stood up and put the blocks in and some chattels in, like a proper team. Very professional, one said. Yeah, we cut, cut them down and then. Uh, I, you know, I, going back to the the feel um, when Bury were attacking us. You didn't feel that we were in for another Blackpool, another Bradford, where we just never got going. You felt like it was the opposite of us in one of our relegation seasons, where first 20 minutes you think, oh, it's looking all right, this bit of positivity, from their perspective. And then suddenly the team at the top cuts you apart, and suddenly you're a goal down. And the whole game, the whole perspective changes. And I, you know, I think once we went to goal up, we were absolutely nailed on for the points. Again, mm. we really didn't get out of first or second gear, did we? You know, it wasn't the mm. wing you know, you could get. We, we weren't sitting full stride, were you? I mean, I know Barry did put that performance in, but, you know, we did what we, we did the basics right, we did what we need to do right, and just got the job done, got out. And what Barry did as well, which I think stands as in good stead for the rest of the season, because they're in the bottom th four, <laughs> they came at us, they had to do, they've no choice, yeah. they need three points. Yeah. And then. That gives us the opportunity then to hit on the counter, and I think we're going to face this in the next, in the coming weeks now. With, with, uh, we've got uh, Oldham, got MK Dons, oh, no. we've got Rochdale, we've got AFC Wimbledon, all teams who need 
wins to, to secure the, the survival. So they're going to come and have a go. Yeah. Are, are, are you not against teams, you know, that might try the, the Warren Joyce of, we'll, we'll, we'll hope for nil nil and if we can nick something and, and basically defend first well, Ross, to try and squeeze a point. Ross still can't do that. I can't afford no. the two for yeah. a drift. Uh, and I think it's teams that drop like MK Dons if they're in the bottom four at the moment. They need the three points as well. Uh, we'll look at the uh, the fixtures in, in in a little while. I, I certainly think if we get a goal up against any of these teams, we'll we'll hammer them. Yeah, uh, two thousand as well though, which is a good good following. Absolutely, it was good, absolutely brilliant. Good four or five hundred walk-ups on the day, wasn't they? Yeah, yeah, and it was a bit, a bit more expensive as well doing it yeah. that way, but uh, they still did it. Good noise. It was, it was great atmosphere, yeah. even a Wigan rugby shirt flying around the... That was uh, fantastic, for those who had not a word, there was a guy on a stag do, and he'd been fitted up with his, by his mates, he'd told him to wear a Wigan rugby shirt, and he got a dog's bath, didn't he, he got yeah. a load of abuse. <laughs> yeah. It was brilliant. It was, it was good, All good nature. Good nature, yeah, yeah, I thought the fans were, you know, you see, you see some idiots, you, we look at what's happened with England out in, in the Netherlands and what have you, I think we were credit to uh, ourselves this weekend because the atmosphere was good, you know, well behaved, and it was it was an enjoyable atmosphere, wasn't it? You know. Mm. And then Dunst gets his sixth goal of the season. Ain't nobody mm. like him. I would just say that we had him pegged up as interviewee before that goal. Oh, you've let it slip now, Paul. You've let it slip. Oh. Oh. There we go, listeners. Oh. Cheer Dunkley. This is a big oh, interview. Oh, you can edit. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Anyway, it doesn't matter, it's out of the, out of the way. So that's something to look forward to, and we do talk about the goal, don't we? Yeah, he answers some questions for us. He does answer some questions, <laughs> some proper questions. Yeah. Tick predicts talking about goals. I was on for a 3 0 until that line all raised his flag. What on earth was that about? Well, that, this, I, I was going to ask you guys around the table because I couldn't work it out because seemingly the goal was given and then disallowed for offside. Against James Vaughan, yeah. who never touched the ball. He raised his foot up, didn't he? Lifted his foot over it. Yeah, but was he not getting in the way? I don't know. Obviously looked like it on the, on, the, on the video I saw. Right, he got in the way, like in the way yeah. of my six predicts. Because <laughs> he were... Well, me, me and Mr Pendlebury uh, yeah, both got it, three yeah. points, didn't we? So oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's my chances gone with then. I think I went 4-0. You have to European spots now, that's, the, that's all you've got. I have. Yeah, I'm towards yeah. bottom. So we've a bit of pressure on you, Steve, tonight. We do the tips predicts, and uh, we always have the guest start that the listener wants. So you've got to predict the two games coming up, and we'll see. Well, the last three games, I've got the scores right. Well, we'll see how good you I've are. I've got we'll the cash from Mr. Green to. Uh... <laughs> right. Well, we'll see how good you are. There are no, we're, we're, we're not playing it. We're not playing out. <laughs> <laughs> no. But then again, I'll do the soccer six, and they ain't doing very well now. <laughs> so those who went, which is all of us. Uh, Enjoyable day? Yeah, very enjoyable yeah. day, yeah. Mm. Well, I didn't go and I had an enjoyable day. I was up in the Lake District, got back from a long walk, back to the hotel, and it was about half three, something like that, went to the bar, saw the Wi-Fi kicked in, parted half three, mate. One nil the takes, belting. Two guys behind the bar, one goes, yeah. Very fun. The other guy goes, really? I goes, yeah. See what belting. Goes away, back outside, in the beer garden, drinks the beers, goes back in, takes the score again, 2 0. Get in there. The other barman, get in there. He's from Lee. Moved <laughs> up into the lakes years and years ago. The other guy had just gone away. So I said, I'll be back in again in 10 minutes for the third goal. Mm. So I went back in, it's another pint, still 2 0. 
that we settle for that. That we settle. We did. We settled for it very well. Right. Uh, we mentioned the Dunks interview. Shall we? Uh, <coughs> yeah, big Shay. Get on with that. Or Chevy. Yeah. This is known to us. Yeah. So this week's player interview is Mr. Shea Dunkley. So let's have a listen and see what he had to say. Shea, congratulations on your sixth goal of the season on Saturday and a 25th clean sheet. How important has a regular centre-half partnership with Dan been? Um, I think it's, it's been very important in regards to, you know, I, I look at Dan and I know he's, he's, he's my age. Or in around my age, he's, he's played at the highest level um, already. Um, so you know, he's, he's a he's a good a good player to play alongside. He's got abundance of um, experience. So I'm just fortunate to be alongside him and play play alongside such a good player because um, that can always help my game. It's a team team game, and I think you know where. I may leave gaps he, he's covering and, and vice versa so um, he's, he's been a big player for us I mean he's you know I've scored six goals but he's scored he's scored a few himself and he might get even more so um, you know it's good for both of us to chip in but he's definitely been an important part um, of, of, of a success mm-hmm. uh, well hopefully a successful season mm-hmm. Wind back to December you returned to Oxford a record Football League win for Wigan Athletic what were your memories of that day and how did it feel going back there it was um, listen, I, I have a lot of respect for Oxford um, and the club and, and my time there I enjoyed, enjoyed had a lot of good moments you know going to Wembley etc but to go back there and, and, and get the job done was, was very satisfying for me um, you know I'm a Wigan player now so for me, was the, you know, I, did, I didn't feel sorry for them, <laughs> and, I, I, and I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I didn't feel sorry for them at all. I think to go back, return, you know, first and foremost, get the three points, but to to score as, as many as we did and to get a clean sheet was was a is a is a highlight of, of of well, one of the highlights of the season in terms of league games. So, um, I mean, everything that we hit went flew in, um, and we. You know, to to get a clean sheet there was was good, so I'm very happy 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 with that performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting to see it a lot. What's yeah. the celebration all about? Ah, uh, yeah. So um, to be fair, it was just a little personal personal celebration with me and Ivan. Um, he kept he kept doing it in training, and <laughs> he he said that he was to do do with, um, he can't see the keeper, but I don't really say <laughs> I don't really do it for that. Uh, it was a bit of banter because I scored against Scunthorpe doing it, um, and he was on the pitch, mm-hmm. so he knew exactly what it was. Um, but I just think I just you know it's a thing that I probably do, and I've probably been getting goals from doing that. And uh, you know maybe it's a superstition, but you know other people think that it's to do with I can see the finish line towards the yeah. end of the season. So um, you know I'm peeking out <laughs> for that finish line. But now nah, it's just just a little bit of. Uh, from between that's hard to say with me and Ivan Tony when he was here and I think it's maybe not maybe a superstition that I keep doing it because I'm I'm coming up with a, a few goals of myself. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the celebration. Great. Um so who do you feel is the most underappreciated player in the Latic squad and why? Um I think this is a tough one. I think I think it is a very tough one. I think there's if 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 I can't really pick one player, but if I was gonna say, 
um, any player, it'd be players out of the squad because you don't get to see the hard work that they're doing. Um, obviously, fans come in to see, see the starting 11 and maybe the odd two or three subs that come on to the field. Um, but I think, you know, the underappreciated players of our, our squad are, are, are those players who have who've not just made the squad, but also the players who haven't been in the squad as well, who've, who've obviously trained within the week and that they're the ones that are gearing the players who the gaffer will put into the squad and, and, and get us ready because they have to work they have to work hard to make sure that training's at a, at such a high intensity. Um and nobody gets to see that, the fans won't get to see that. Um it's easy for a lot of players to, you know, if you're not in the squad and be upset and not be in the squad so you know, play, players who haven't really been in the squad. I can't really name one actual player because it'd be unfair for me to say one player. Um, but there's, you know, there'd be a series of players which you could probably, you know, handpick who haven't have been unfortunate not to play this season as much as, as myself and other players. But I'd say that they're the most unappreciated players because they, they, they push us through. If, if they're not pushing us through, then... You know, it, it gives it gives room for for let's say who we've started to, to slack. So um, mm-hmm. definitely, th- those players who are not getting as much game time. Uh-huh. You're a fan's favourite, as the song suggests. There ain't nobody like you. How does it feel having your name sang from the terraces, and how do you personally use that during a game? It's um, like you said. It's it's a. I think it's a good song to <laughs> It's one of the best. <laughs> it's a good, I don't think it's better than Greeky's song, but it, it's it's all right. Like I I I uh, I appreciate it and um, listen. Like you know, any time your name's getting sung in in terraces, even if it's a song that's not, you know, maybe the best song, it's always a, a um a little bit of a motivation. And it's just a case of you know making sure that I stand my job and. You know, I don't think I ever get as many hits as Griggy's song, <laughs> but it's it's nice. Of course, it's nice to to hear hear a song, um, and they're singing singing my name. But um, listen, hopefully, it's it's a song that's sung at the end of the season when we've 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 you know potentially won this league and we've got promoted. So um, obviously, job's not done yet. There's ten more games. We've just got to continue the. Uh, the, the progression that we've made and just hopefully we can get over the line but definitely the, the song's a good song a brilliant song and um, I appreciate it my name's Shay Duncan and I've been talking with the Progress with Unity podcast some insight there into going on behind the scenes and team spirit excellent yeah okay. absolutely right let's crack on because we've got a lot to get through this evening uh, we've got the League One update uh, Sam is going to run through that and we'll I thought we'd spend 30 seconds or so looking at Blackburn uh, and Bradford who play on Thursday. Big game. Massive. Uh, a lot of pressure on Blackburn to win this one. The only time that Bradford has won in Blackburn though was 1921. So Steve, is, you know, it's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to happen, definitely. Yeah, it's good. Always the first time. Charlie come on. back, isn't Charlie Wags back, yeah. So come on, Bradford. You can do it. You can do it. Right. Speaking of Bradford, I've got them in the League One update as well. Oh, have you? Yeah. And uh, do you mind if I crack on? Crack on, crack, crack on. on. Uh, United chairman Peter Swan has said some of his players should feel guilty about Graham Alexander sacking his manager. Alexander left the club on Saturday after a 1-1 draw with Rochdale. 
Shouldn't he feel guilty though? He should do. He should do. Say I fifth in the league. Fifth in the league. Scunthorpe United. If you look at the budgets, Scunthorpe should not be should not be sacking a manager for being in the playoffs. How should the chairman of Sheffield United feel? Well, that's a different matter, isn't it? Here's a quote from a professional footballer in our league. I had a lovely little fry up in the hotel with a bit of black pudding, bacon rashers, sausages and eggs. That was by fuel. It might not have been what a sports nutritionist would have advised, but faced with trying to get through two games in less than 24 hours, Radford City goalkeeper Colin Doyle turned, turned to a more traditional pre-match meal. He featured for the Republic of Ireland on Friday against Turkey and flew back and played for Bradford and he said he was breathing out of his proverbial... To be fair to him, minutes. To be fair to him, I've stayed in the airport hotel in Manchester, had a fry up, and then gone on a flight, and it does work. Does 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 set you up right for a nice for a flight. Travel tips from Paul Thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> Oxford United manager Carl Robinson has labelled uh, Portsmouth midfielder Nathan Thompson's behaviour unacceptable in their three 0 defeat at Fratton Park. Thompson ran to goad Oxford's Alex Mowat. After he missed the second half penalty when the score was only 1-0. Mowat was sent off after pushing Thompson in the face. More of a slap. But the Pompey player was not shown a second yellow card for his part in the incident. Shocking. Mm. And there was a bit of uh, to do, wasn't there? Because it, the referee allegedly said to some Oxford players that it was Thompson who'd received the yellow card for his part to play. But it all transpired it was um, the Portsmouth keeper. Who oh, didn't do anything at all? He's played for Swindon, didn't he? He did, yeah. He played for Swindon. Right, let's crack on then. All done. We've got all done on uh, Good Friday. Uh, just a little bit about the game. The referee is Robert Jones. Thirty-seven games this season, hundred and five yellows and eight reds. He's actually refereed this season and issued two of those red cards in that game. It was against Portsmouth back in August when he sent off uh, Shade Huntley. Previously we played Oldham 17 times, we've won 9, drawn 3 and lost 7. But we haven't lost in the league for quite a long time against Oldham. I think it's 1997 since we last lost in the league. I might be wrong but it's, it's, tw- it's over 20 years I think or some, somewhere around that time. Uh, there's players with connections uh, to both clubs. We've got Jay Fulton in our ranks who's played the last year game for the last six starting them. Former... Uh, Loney at Oldham he, he was the player who got Jordan Flores sent off if you remember that oh, yeah, I do remember that yeah and they of course have got uh, Craig Davis Craig Davis and Jack Byrne in their ranks so nailed on for Davis to score isn't it yeah we'll see what's happening yeah Gareth uh, form that Oldham are in the recent form is actually very good the last six games they've won three drawn two and lost one of their last six games although they sat 20th in the league so the season log form is not that terrific and they've conceded 62 goals only Northampton have conceded more than them oh. in the league conceded 63 I did not know that no what's your uh, prediction y- yeah sorry my prediction I think we're going to go for another victory and another clean sheet, 3 0 to the Latics. Brilliant. Steve? 2 1 Latics. I think Latics will be overconfident, but the game will go our way. It'll be easier than the scoreline suggests, but I think Oldham will snatch one. Paul? I think you can't predict anything other than 2 0. <laughs> Adam? Well, it might be a bit of a plucky game. Uh, Oldham will be fighting. Bit of a derby for them, more than it is for us. Think there'll be changes. Um, changes for us, yeah. I think you might be seeing Matty coming back in. You never know. He likes to swap those wingers. Uh, 
you can potentially see Morsi coming back after his uh, time out of Egypt but Fulton's deserved his spot if he does start so he's come in and done, done his job um, Greg for Vaughan maybe being at home get those goals so yeah um, scrappy game but 3-1 Barry yeah well, I, I think uh, I'm with Adam on, on, the, on the changes I think those three changes will happen uh, I can see I can see it being a, a good game. They'll have to come at us. They need, they need the points, and I think they're looking out there. But I'm going for uh, Elastics win 2 uh, 0. 2 0. Well, just before I go into my prediction, um, as we're 5 2 on to win the game, so I don't think we need to go for the odds because they're only stacked in our favour. Um, that if you haven't already done so, you can sign up to the Progress with Unity podcast Facebook group. Uh, we have competitions and a, a bit of other. Bit of fun on there as well, um, oh. and obviously Steve's <laughs> Steve's entered the tips predicts this week. But if you'd like to enter in the future for um, what game we got, so, uh, MK Don's game, use hashtag tips predicts on Twitter or comment on the Facebook group. And I'm going to go for a two nil home Wigan win. Uh, Adam Bradley has gone for a two nil home Wigan win. Right, okay, so the three of us gone for that. Four now. So there'll be no ground made up if, it, if that's the. No. So whoever's, whoever's in the uh, chasing pack need to uh, change oh, the scorelines. I might need to change mine to a 4 0 then. Are you going 4 0, Paul? Yeah, I might go 4 0 now. I think I might be changing to a 0 0, to be honest. Gotta get, get back in the game, you know what I mean? There's no tip X left. There's not. There's not. Okay, let's crack on. Uh, that's on. Uh, Friday. Good Friday, yeah, and don't forget it's a 1 pm kickoff, so we'll get down to the ground early. Uh, and then after the game, it's uh, Pike Cases, they're off down to the south coast because we've got Portsmouth on Monday with a 5.30 pm kickoff. It's going to be live on Sky Sports if you've got Sky Channel. If not, get yourself into a public house and watch it. Or, or, or go down there. Yeah. Yeah, it's only down there. Tally on, do you? 20 quid. 20 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so get down there. Is it 20 quid? Something like that. It's around that mark anyway. Gareth, sort of former Pompey in. Pompey. The recent form was very good. Well, the season form's quite good actually, they sat in 8th in position, so. not as good as ours, they sat in 8th position in the league having drawn, sorry, having won 17 and lost 17 of their 38 games they've drawn 4, uh, and the recent games they've won 3 and lost 3 of the previous 6. They won their first game at home since January, this weekend. Yes they won, this weekend they won 3-0 against Oxford and that's their first home win for a while. The two most recent ones they lost against Blackpool and they lost against Gillingham How do you see this game going guys? I think we're going to get another clean sheet away from home another victory 2-0 to the Latics Steve? 1-1 before we start this weekend I like four points from these two games now which way they come a win at Pompey and a draw against Oldham I'm not bothered but I think we'll get four points from two games 1-1 at Portsmouth Paul? Yeah, you, if you go to the South Coast in the second game and pick up three points, you can't go wrong. Uh, like Steve said, I think four's probably going to be enough because, as Paul Cook keeps saying, points will be dropped somewhere. But hopefully not there, so I'll go for a 1 0. Adam? Um, yeah, it's not going to be easy. They're going to be up for it, seeing as a Cook's former team, and they seem to be very uh, bitter about it, so. Um, it will be, you know, with the, with the atmosphere and it might be a little bit difficult. But I also, I think it might pan out the same way as Blackburn away. 
think we might concede two in the first half and then manage to come back and draw 2-2. Two, two. So I'll go for it. Right. Um, we've not got the best of records against Portsmouth. We've played them 18 times. We've only won five. We've drawn four and lost nine. Our last win away at Portsmouth was in 2008. We got a 2-1. That day. That Hesky win. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Hesky, Hesky, yeah. Um, was there a penalty in that game as well, did Zaki? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll be up for it. I think they'll be too fired up for it. Uh, I think the crowd will be being for Cook's blood. I think that's going to work in our favour. I think we're going to have Nick Paul running around shit-housing everywhere. Um, I can see us doing them 2-0. I fancy Che getting another goal. Or two. I'm going for a 2-1 win and win. I think we'll concede, but I think we've got enough to get past them. And take back uh, top spot. Lovely, lovely. Good, right. Uh, just a quick look at the running before we finish. Um, this evening, three teams basically going for two places, would we agree? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, has <coughs> got eight games left, Blackburn's got nine, and we've got ten. So... Uh, I think we're in the box seat really, uh, with games in hand and we're in the top two. So, uh, pressure's on Blackburn. And if you're looking at the, the teams that we're all playing, they're very much of a muchness. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you look, Shrewsbury got a couple of difficult games. Like they're starting off at Ro- uh, against Rochdale this this Friday. With two players missing through suspension. Yeah. And then obviously they've got a Wembley trip sandwiched in. Yeah. Um, which actually I mean you think of us we've got a congestion but and they've only got eight games left but that checker trade trophy final actually creates congestion well that's there. it you well, know, that's they, a nice game isn't it they play yeah. yeah so they play Friday Monday then they've got a break to the Sunday game in the football league trophy final then playing Thursday so you know it's, it's not ideal preparation especially if they win they'll be on a high and you know we know what it's like after winning a cup final to have to play a few days later um, and Blackburn haven't got the easiest games you know we talked about MK Dons didn't we down at the bottom um, you know they're fighting there are a few teams that you'd, you'd probably favour Blackburn's running yeah. out of the three I mean, we've said that before haven't we but I don't know. We, you know I have. there are tough tests um, you know Southend they give us a good idea yeah Gillingham away Bradford yeah. at home that'll be a tough yeah, game yeah and They've, they've got a similar schedule to us twice a week. Um, I mean, have they got the advantage of playing a few games first on a on a Thursday ahead of our Saturday game? You know, is that going to happen? I think it's, that's, not, that's only an advantage if you if you put the points in the bag. Oh, exactly. Yeah. The pressure tomorrow's yeah, Thursday's game against Bradford, I think, is a high pressure game for Blackburn. They have to win that. Yeah, well, we, they have to win it. The well, last time they kicked the ball, they were at the top. And since then, we've picked up four points. Shrewsbury picked up four points. If they don't, suddenly their position's gone from being top to ups. Yeah, and you know, with those, uh, we were saying before, weren't we, Barry, that this season could see three teams uh, with 90 plus points and only two of them get obviously pro- promoted uh, because obviously that playoff becomes a lot, <coughs> isn't it? Yeah. There's, there's hell of a gap, there's going to be hell of a gap between the team in third and the team in sixth. Well, what's, what's, um, what's the difference at the minute, Gary? 20, 20 plus points. Shrewsbury have got 78 points after 38 games. They're in first place. Wigan, of course, are in second place after 36 games. We've got 77 points. And Blackburn 
are in third place after 37 games they've got 76 points yeah and then uh, Peterborough 57 yeah. so he's like talking 20 points to the, the bottom so. of the playoffs yeah and 11th to 4th place so the top 3 are pretty much what you expect they confirm playoffs then we need a point for a playoff place, don't we? Oh, do we? Guaranteed a playoff place. Oh, so we could. That's uh, an nice present. Can I give my opinion on this? I think Coop's got it spot on. I've said this so many times, and everybody usually nods when I say it, but I think Coop's got it spot on. You're right. Well, nodding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apart from these many voices, I can't understand when he's talking. Oh, he goes from a real deep voice to he goes high pitch, don't he? He made it soccer, he? No, I think he's, he's got it spot on, and I think we're going to win all ten of them. I think we want to smash this league. It'd be nice to see that graphic that the club have done, haven't they, with uh, the fixtures and the W's. That just to be completely green. Yeah. Coming yeah. into the season. Well, that's 30 points, that, Gareth. 107. Yeah. That'll be 107 points. Mm. Well, why not? Why why not? not? I think if we got 107 points, we'd get 100 goals. When I said we're not going to make it, but if we, if we, if we won all 10, I think we will. But I, I don't think we're going to win all 10. 30, 32 goals we need. I think we'll just get two points per game average to the end of the season and mm. it'll take us up. Yep. Well, well that'll give us 97 at the end. If you don't go up with 97, there's something wrong in yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, I think if you don't go up with 97, there's bloody champions. There's, you, well, that, you, this season's going to be one of them, isn't it? It's, yeah. Unless, unless two teams have a, an almighty crash. Well, um, we're, we're in the still, we're, aren't it? We're in the box seat. Oh, yeah, still, we know, are, yeah. yeah. You can't ask for any more at this point. No. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun. You know, yeah. t- ten ten games out, you're in control of, of finishing top. And I don't think this two games a week is a problem for any club because players would rather play, rest, play than play, rest, train, train. Listen to what you know. What Shea was saying. They'd rather play all the time. You know, Shea was saying they've got players pushing them. We've got a squad that are working to push each other, and at the end of the day, we're. Uh, I think we're ready for the fight. Again, again, we said it before, you look at the players that have come in in various games, you look at our bench and you fancy them to come on and change the game. Whichever way around he does it. I mean, <clears throat> you know, if, if Massey's on the bench, you fancy him to, he, that, that if Colclough's having an off game, he can come on and be better. You know, if it's the other way around, you fancy Colclough can come on and be better, or Jacobs yeah, can come on. Both got a point to prove on. Greg Vaughan, you know, there's, there's a whole number of them there that you, you know, you fancy can come on and improve what's on the pitch on any given day. Right. Uh, just before we finish, uh, a bit of an announcement to make. This evening, uh, this evening, this season, uh, we're going to start something uh, from from the Progress Community Podcast. Uh, up until. May 2017 I was running back at Wigan and every year we did a player of the season uh, for the Latics and presented a trophy. Now that's, uh, I've left back at Wigan uh, so Progress with Unity podcast is going to pick that up and we're going to have a Progress with Unity podcast player of the season award. Are they going to receive the Barry Worthington Memorial Trophy? Not Memorial Paul because I'm still here. <laughs> Maybe, maybe in 40 years' time, that might be, uh, might be there. Um, so, how do you cash your vote, and who, who do you, who, how do we want this to happen? Right, you were allowed one vote each, vote for just one player, we're not going for a second or third, just vote for one player. And you are allowed to vote for your kid if they're in the team. Yeah, yeah you can do that, yeah. Uh, email, so it's all done via email, so we can ensure that... Uh, as far as possible that you're only casting one vote. And the email address is 
PWU podcast at gmail.com. And we just want you to mark your email in the subject area, POTS, P-O-T-S, Player of the Season. And then all you need to do is, for example, if you think David Perkins should win Player of the Season, just write David Perkins in the email and we'll take it from there. Now, we are, we've got a nice trophy. It's a crystal trophy and we're going to present it to the winner. And we're going to pick one email at random to invite a person along with us to the training ground to present the trophy with us. I mean, it's subject to you being available to come on that day, of course. But, so just again, Simon, you uh, read it out for us. Yep, so the email address is pwupodcast at gmail.com. Lovely voice. And mark it POTS, P-O-T-S, um, in your subject line and just put the name of the player that you would like to vote for. No, I've forgotten something like I always do, haven't I? Uh, yep, the closing date is midnight on the 17th of April, which uh, you'll all know now as you look at your fixture list is the Oxford game, um, and we will aim to hopefully get the results announced in that week's podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll uh, toss them up on yeah. the 18th, won't we? And then we'll know who's won. Yes, yeah, and we'll pick that one lucky uh, winner at random, won't we? Uh, Simon's got news of the new signing down <laughs> at the DW Stadium on Wednesday, the... What date was that? 27th. Was that was all the trucks about this morning? Yeah, um, seeing pictures of uh, Mr. Zlatan Ibrahimovic oh. making his way into reception. Hey, there's someone yeah. in that club making the wages. Into the, into the DW stadium. I've, I mean, I've been told it was for a, a commercial or something. He something might like be that. the mystery buyer. Buying a club, yeah. Wow. Possibly. Wow. Possibly. We'll have to see whether he makes his debut on uh, Saturday for LA Galaxy or whether he's in the stands on Friday. For, uh, for the ticks. the ticks versus the Latics. Yeah. The LA Ticks. The LA Ticks. The LA Ticks. Oh, oh. coming together. Hey, the LA Ticks. There we go. Someone's missed out on a hashtag there at the club, haven't they? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Hash. Tag. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Let's let's move on and, and wrap this uh, wrap this up. We've had a, a good evening around the table. Thank you very much, Steve, for coming in and uh, sharing your wisdom with us and uh, your uh, general opinion on, on all things Latics. Uh, it's been a good evening. Uh, Shade Uncle has featured quite a lot, and there ain't nobody like Shade Uncle, is there? There isn't. No. It's a good night from me. Good Just what I would do when I heard